Maligayang bati po sa inyong lahat, mga kababayan. Welcome to episode 56 of Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Ako po si Jane Rowland, ang inyong podcaster, at maraming salamat po sa patuloy ninyong pakikinig sa Usapang Pinoy. Huwag po ninyong kalimutang bisitain ang atin pong bagong Usapang Pinoy podcast Facebook group page. Kung hindi po pa kayo member ng private group na ito, please send your request to join. Doon, pwede po natin ipagpatuloy ang ating mga discussions sa mga napag-usapan natin dito. You can also field your questions there and I will be more than glad to respond. I have a very important announcement po. We are now accepting sponsorship for our podcast. It is open to anyone who is interested to advertise in Usapang Pinoy when one sponsorship will give you two voiceover advertisements for the month. Our listenership has now reached the global scale and I invite you to advertise in our podcast. Please contact me at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com or janerowland at gmail.com for details. I look forward to hearing from you. Ngayong araw na ito po, we are switching gears by featuring one of our Filipino businesses in Atlanta. As I said in previous episodes, we will be featuring bi- Pinoy businesses so everyone will know who they are and the services they provide to our communities. Tangkilikin natin ang sariling atin. Ika nga. At ang ating bisita po ngayon ay walang iba kundi ang mahal kong kaibigan na si Isabel Fiorella, founder and own- owner of Baked. And that's spelled B-E-I-K-D. The spelling is a play of words slash letters, and there's a story behind that name which I will have Isabel tell you. Baked is an is a bakery specializing in delectable treats inspired by traditional Filipino recipes. But this is beyond the usual cupcakes and cookies. Baked offers a unique experience with their super popular delectable sans rival, Barasa de Mercedes, and Ubi treats, and many more. Isabel is a wife to Greg, is the wife of Greg, mother to Kalea, and a dotting grandma to Cooper and Hudson. Pero bago ko pa siya tawagin, narito muna ang ating mga importanteng anunsyo. The calendar of events. The first one is the film of Greater Atlanta's Valentine's Party is a kickoff for its 50th anniversary. And this uh, Valentine's Party will happen on Saturday, February 10th, 2024 at 6 p.m. at Prince of Peace Lutheran Church so- Social Hall. 10250 Haynes Bridge Road, Jans Creek, Georgia, 30022. Tickets are $45 each for members and $55 for non-members. The second one is the search for the 2024 Phil M. Presidential Scholar is on. Monetary award is $1,500. The deadline for application is February 24, 2024. To check the requirements and to apply, go to PhilM's website at www.atl.philm.org or send an email request to, the, to request the form at philm.atl.president.gmail.com. Third one, the Philippine Nurses Association of Georgia will hold its 16th biennial induction of officers on March 16, 2024 from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m., at the Doubletree Hotel, 4386 Shamli Dunwoody Road, Atlanta, 30341. $85 for members and $95 for non-members via Zelle or check. There will be no payments accepted at the door, and attire is formal masquerade ball. 
And my fourth fourth announcement is a very special announcement to give a shout shout out to our very own Jocelyn Bauer, who wrote and authored a book called Embracing the Sunflowers. This book is a daughter's journey through grief, and um, we are very proud of her. She is um, a member of PACGA as well as an active community um, leader as well. Her books are sold in Amazon, and it is now also printed by someone who read the book and volunteered to print it for free, which is great. And um, it's sold in Amazon at $6.99 for Kindle. So um, I will come back to introduce to you our guest podcaster. Welcome back, mga kababayan. Ngayon po, as I promise, I am excited to welcome to Usapang Pinoy ang mahal ko pong kaibigan as Isabel Fiorella. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in Usapang Pinoy, Isabel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. In my introduction, I told our listeners that Baked is a bakery specializing in delectable treats inspired by traditional Filipino recipes. Can you tell our listeners about what Baked is about and what the products, what products you make and sell? Um, yeah, um, so Baked is um, specializing in Filipino traditional desserts like San Serval and Brata de Mercedes. Those are just the two staple um, desserts in the Philippines, and um, that's why I wanted to share that with our kababayans here. <laughs> um, I was able to get a hold of a recipe for those um, cakes, so I kind of like got good or better <laughs> in making them. So that's that's our, um, uh, what do you call this, our focus in this, um, in, in my baked business. All right. I promise our listeners that I will ask you to reveal to us the story behind the name Baked, B-E-I-K apostrophe D, and its spelling. So why did you choose yeah. that name and spelling? So when I was a kid, so my, my full name is Maria Isabel. Um, I couldn't say it properly when I was a kid. And instead of, you know, like, um, so Maria Isabel, short for um, Marie Bell, actually, is my nickname. And it's short for Maria Isabel. And I couldn't say it properly when I was a kid. And instead of Maribel, I always say Maribay. <laughs> so I'm kind of like Bulol when I was a kid. So my dad would always tease me and call me Bebe. And, but then it was spelled as B-E-B-E-Y. You know, like, like you Baby. Yes. spell it as you pronounce it. <laughs> so when I reached high school, I changed it to Bay, which is B-E-I. So all my friends and family back home, they all call me Bay. And I think for at some point you also calling me Bay, right, right. <laughs> so I changed the spelling to instead of B E Y, I changed it to B E I. So when when I started this business, I was eating dinner with my husband, and I was like, hmm, what what can I name this um, potential business? And I was like thinking, I'm like, hmm, maybe oh, well, how about Bates? So you know, it's it's my name and sounding like bait, bait. yes so that that was it that, and, and it <laughs> now, took off now yeah the, yeah now in terms of the spelling um the apostrophe it's not supposed to be there i know it doesn't make any sense but unfortunately everything that i tried 
you know, like in terms of like a social handle, like in the social media, it's all taken, like, like everything that's like, that makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. like the spelling wise. So that's why I was like, okay, I guess I have to like be creative and just put an apostrophe. I don't know. It, it just went in my head and then it kind of like did that. <laughs> it stuck and it took, uh, it, it took off. Everybody knows who Baked is and what it is about. So what inspired you to start Baked and delve into the world of cakes and Filipino desserts? And when did you start? So um, I started in 2021. I think that was yeah, that, yeah the year of the COVID. And then um, uh, my friend gifted me a KitchenAid. So I got a hold of KitchenAid, and I never thought that I could bake, honestly. Um, but that's ironic because I came from a family of, you know, like, cooks and bakers <laughs> yeah. so uh, when I got a hold of a KitchenAid I said um, okay what can I make so as soon as I got home I thought about Brasso de Mercedes so that's the first cake that I ever tried and I did pretty good the first time so I thought hmm, this is this is good so I tried it again and tried it again and then I posted it on Facebook and then my friend Pia Valeriano you might as well know Pia also um, she she texted me and she said, "Are you selling these cakes?" And I'm like, "No." And she's like, "Why not? They look so beautiful and they look so delicious." And I'm like, "Well, I don't think I'm ready for that." And she said, "No, no, no. We have to sell this. We have to. I'm gonna post it." So she convinced me to post it on um, social media. Um, and there you go. After two hours, as soon as she posted it, two hours, I've got like probably 20 orders oh wow <laughs> so that's that's the beginning of it great great so what uh, sets baked apart in terms of cake flavors and the incorporation of filipino dessert influences um well you know i follow traditional recipes but you know being a creative person um it leads me to you know like occasionally tweaking the flavors so I'm very big in presentation. So that is like a priority for me alongside the quality, of course. And, um, you know, I strive to elevate each creation to a level that reflects both tradition and my artistic That's great. Side. It, it, so, shows, yeah. it shows in the presentation and the taste, especially the taste. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so can you share a memorable or challenging experience from your journey in, in the baking business? So, yeah, so um, navigating the challenges in my baking business has never been easy, but I guess, you know, the most challenging part or experience is the time management. And I guess everybody can agree with that. Like, we are constantly improving ourselves, you know, like every day, um, time management-wise. And I'm, I'm, I, I must admit that I'm not very good with that, so I'm trying to, like, really develop that skill. Um, I had a full-time job then when I started this business, and then I have my school, and then I was also holding a position at the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce in Georgia with you. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So operating with a, of course, you know, like at home, I'm baking at home, um, and later on I got a kitchen, but then, then operating with a single small oven at home, You know, balancing numerous orders and, you know, like um, family um, issues and all that stuff. It becomes, you know, like a stress-inducing task. So 
the demand for efficiency and fulfilling orders, you know, it's hard to maintain that efficiency and at the same time maintaining the quality. So it's like a constant demand. So it, it's a challenge. Right. But you do it very well. How do you stay creative? Um, <laughs> um, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So um, I know that the most popular and standout cake from Baked is Sans Rival in Brasso. Um, mm-hmm. Why do you think it resonates with the customers? Um, because, you know, it, it is a staple in the Philippines. And it's, those two desserts are, as far as I know, because I grew up in the Philippines. Um, I moved to the States when I was already 33, 35 years old. So I grew up in the Philippines and I grew up eating these desserts. It's very popular since, I think, the 1940s or maybe even before that. So um, everybody knows Sancho about Embrazo. So that's probably, that's probably why it's very popular here, too. And, and very seldom of us, you know, like the pop-up people and um, people who own like a small baking business at their home. Um, I think very seldom of us is making that here. Right. I so, think you were the first one who came up with it ever since I was in Georgia. I haven't I haven't seen that. Well, I'm not sure about that. I don't want to take the credit for that. <laughs> well, I'm giving you the credit since it's... <laughs> anyway, how do you balance traditional baking techniques with modern trends in your creation? And how do you stay creative and, um, well, and innovative in developing new, new recipes and designs? Right. So, you know, um, I don't really create new recipes right now. Um, I just do follow recipes. But like what I said, I tweak them once in a while. But, you know, balancing the traditional baking techniques is just, you know, just respecting the foundations of the classic recipe. You know, like um, you don't do as much because otherwise it's going to paint the, the taste, right? Or right. the Sanserval the name or the Brasso name itself. So I just make sure that I preserve, preserve the essence of the original recipe, but I do incorporate, you know, like flavors or I kind of like, um, uh, what do you call this? Um, add on, you know, like special designs or, you know, like the decorations and stuff. So, but then the recipe itself is, is there. Right, right, great. Um, you have a lot of followers. You have a lot of friends in the Philippine food industry. So, um, and I have, uh, everybody knows that you've been supporting everybody in all the pop-ups and collaborations and all of that. So, are there any upcoming projects or collaborations that your listeners should look forward to? Well, um, right now, I'm still trying to fill in my schedule. Um, I haven't started reaching out really to like the, places that I popped up last year and um, this year I have a goal um, to add more um, places that I can deliver to or that I can pop up you know um, but right now so my upcoming pop-up would be on March 8th uh, no no March 9th that would be my first pop-up for the year and that will be at the Rebel Tea House Indicator um, and then I do deliver regularly at Manila Mart at Kuya's Estrelitas and at Ash Coffee in Virginia Highlands. Um, so yeah, that that would be including in my goal this year is to add more places that I can deliver. To. Great, great. I'm sure that we will get more after they listen to this. So um, before I let you go, I would like to ask you 
Um, what advice do you have for aspiring bakers and entrepreneurs looking to enter the world of cakes and desserts? Well, you know, it's really hard to give advice because um, I'm still developing, you know, like mine. But then, you know, my advice on the business side is to do their due diligence in terms of, you know, like licensing and taxes. And, you know, that this should be their first step because I started, you know, like without, you know, doing a research on this. And, and like what I said, I started this as like, I don't know, maybe um, a, ho a hobby or something else, you know. Mm -hmm. So decide whether they want to do this at their home or rent a kitchen or even putting up a physical location. So just make sure that they get help because a one-man show in baking business is really hard. And just imagine being the baker, decorator, dishwasher, runner, marketer, and not to mention a laborer when you're doing a pop-up. You know, you haul mm -hmm. all the stuff into your car to and from. So, you know, um, it's, it's, it's really physical labor. <laughs> right. And so, you know, just make sure to take a break once in a while and have plenty of sleep. So great, great. Sanity. <laughs> Good advice. So we look forward to seeing you more at the pop-ups. And you inspire a lot of folks because ever since you started this, I've seen a lot of people following your lead. So with that, I, I will yeah. with that I will let you go. And thank you so much and hope oh, to see you. you. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Welcome back, mga kapatid. Ako po ay nagpapasalamat sa ating guest na si Isabel Fiorella, a name that is now synonymous to Sans Rival and Brasa de Mercedes. Order na po kayo. So you can make your orders at uh, by calling her at 678-873-7813. You can also send her an email at isabel at isabelfiorella.com. So you, you can also find her at um, Instagram, and her handle is Baked Goods. Yun lang po. So ngayon, I am going to give you some inspiring quotes that will hopefully make your day. Ang una po, a happy life consists not in the absence, but in the mastery of hardships. And that's by Helen Keller, an American author. Nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. And that's by Ra Ralph Waldo Emerson, American essayist, essayist, philosopher, poet. And the third one, experience is the name everyone gives to their mistakes. And that's by Oscar Wilde, an Irish poet. So, narito naman po ang ating ilang pam pamah uh, pamahiin superstitions. First one is, kapag kumidlat at ikaw ay nakapula, magtago ka dahil kung hindi, tatamaan ka ng kidlat. In English, if you're wearing a red outfit and lightning starts to strike, run and seek for cover as the lightning favors to strike on those who are dressed in red. Pangalawa naman po, kapag dumaan sa harap mo ang isang buaya, bago ka makalampas, wag mo, wag mo nang ituloy ang lakad mo at mamalasin ka. If a crocodile or an alligator crosses your path before you have passed by, do not continue your travel because it's an omen of bad luck. At ang pangatlo, finally, huwag kang uupo sa hagdanan, ang swerte ay mauudlot. In English, don't sit on the steps of the stairway. The grace of good luck is prevented from coming in. So sana po ay nagustuhan ninyo ang ating kabanata ngayon. 
Salamat po sa inyong patuloy na pagtangkilik sa Usapang Pinoy at sana po ay lagi kayong makibahagi sa ating usapan. Abangan po ang mga susunod na kabanata at special topics na nakalaon para sa inyo. Please consider to be our Usapang Pinoy sponsor and visit our FB page at Usapang Pinoy Podcast. Sa mga kababayan, hanggang sa susunod na kabanata po, paalam muna sa ngayon. Pero kami, paliwakan.